Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I've got another great show today where I pretend that what I say is important. I joke, but um, Steve Martin, the actor slash comedian, said when people ask him if they, how can they get into show business, he says to be so good that you can't be ignored. I think that's really good advice. I, I take it to heart in what I do, you know, on the podcast, in my business. I mean, we are trying to uh, essentially sell to customers or sell to um, other brands that potentially would do business with us. And the, the approach isn't always like, hey, how do we like win this sale? You know, how do we uh, convince this person to do business with us? I think on the other end, you got to be so good that they want to be coming to you. And I I think that's a good way to think about it, to be so good that I can't be ignored. And so I don't think this podcast is as good as it's going to be in six months. I, I hope that it's going to be better. I know it's going to be better. I already feel like I can flow a little bit better. I listen to my first podcast episodes and I cringe. Um, thank you for, uh, staying there with me, but, uh, let's just say the best is yet to come. And I can almost say that with our business as well, because what this episode is going to be talking about, I'm just going to ask, people have asked me a few times, like, uh, what are the lessons that I wish I had known before I started? Or what would I do if I were to start again, if I knew nothing? And I've got several ideas. I could probably talk about that forever, but uh, I, I got some that I think that you guys can act on uh, today. And because uh, life is not as peachy as it seems, you know, everyone's got a different size of business and you kind of are always thinking about like, what's the next tier look like? You know, like, hey, if I'm this size, then um, I won't have these problems. And the truth is, is, is all the big sellers. And I mean, we're talking like sellers that like are doing more than eight figures, uh, online, whether they're a private label or wholesale, um, have troubles. I see it. I know a hugely successful private label seller, um, that I talk to pretty regularly. He knows his stuff. He, on Instagram, he's known as eight figure Amazon seller, uh, warning. He is liberal with the F word. Um, but, uh, he, he's, he talks straight and, um, I've actually learned a lot from him, but one thing I know is like, he still has a lot of problems. Uh, just because you have successful products doesn't mean that there isn't competition that's willing to, to come in and, and even some black hat sellers that will attack his listings. So, uh, I am not completely convinced on the set it and forget it mentality uh, amongst some Amazon sellers. It is great to be able to build a business and be able to go on vacation for a fair amount of time. But like there are other people out there that want it as much, if not more than you, because selling on Amazon can feel like war. And so I guess one thing I would consider, you know, if, if I were to start over again is to kind of get rid of that notion of like, uh, uh, that like, that I'm going to be able to just like, you know, 
create a few good products and a few processes and just leave forever. I think the drive to build a business is stronger than my drive to coast. But don't let me discourage you because there is that life on the beach. You can uh, do a lot of damage from a laptop and so take advantage of it. I've actually spent a few weeks in Hawaii in the, the terrible winter months uh, in my hometown. And so you can do a lot uh, remote. Um, but don't feel like that, like this is an easy business and like that should be, that should be part of the challenge. It's fun. I, oh my goodness. My first year I was having the time of my life, um, because, because I was building so much, uh, substantive things. Sometimes I do feel like, um, the stuff I'm creating now is slightly less valuable. That's just cause there was a lot of easy problems to solve, um, when we were first growing as a seller. And I hope like that you guys feel like you're in that space now that, you know, you create a new process and it just feels so liberating that you don't have to do, you know, all that extra work that you used to have to. So, um, um, with all that in mind, here's, uh, my approach to like, uh, if I were to start over, what would I do differently? You know, just some lessons, so, okay, I wish, you know, to start off, number one is to find more creative ways to price up. It's kind of shocking to me that in year seven, I implemented some, some basic strategies that increased our gross margins, uh, uh, you know, essentially boosted our profit about 20%. So I, I would just challenge you to get creative and really challenge yourself in ways that you can price up. Because if you don't do this, you probably, you may not be selling in 10 years. You need to know where you can get margin and at what times you can get margin. This is Q4. People are going to be acting irrational very soon. And so I actually just adjusted our uh, repricer to, uh, to be a little bit less uh, greedy and, and stop uh, fighting all the way down for a sale. So, um, I mean, <laughs> take advantage of this time. And if you're stocking out of a product, keep pricing up. Uh, sometimes like a higher price is a signal of quality in of itself. So I, I think that if you have a great uh, marketing page, you can justify a higher price. People will, will see that quality and uh, convert accordingly. Okay. Uh, number two, uh, this is get, get as much confidence as you can that you are not going up against Amazon retail. They don't have to make a profit. Don't get fooled by beating them once. It either won't last or it won't be consistent amongst multiple products. Sure. You'll get a win here or there, but don't let that fool you. They are working on a different uh, platform and they will, uh, they'll price you down. This kind of feels like if you have seen, um, sorry, one second, uh, sorry, Arrested Development. And when their dad is trying to teach them a lesson, he always involves someone with a, uh, an arm that kind of like falls off in some dramatic fashion, whether they hit the car or, you know, slam it in a door. And, you know, just like instill the lesson like multiple times with fear and drama. I wish for me that lesson would be, and that's why you never compete against Amazon. 
And that would have saved, uh, it's probably, I mean, I, I bring this up a few times because in a way, like they were six figure mistakes to invest that much inventory against them. So I would avoid that. Uh, number three, never stop improving your accounting. Know your P&L every month. Have all your beans in a row. Another huge like strategic blunder for us is not really knowing our profitability every single month. How valuable of information is that? If you know um, June of 2019, how you did, did we make money? Do you know you made money? Because I think that allows you to pivot in unique ways. It's going gonna, it's gonna to tell you like, hey, now's the time that we need to hire or on the opposite of like, hey, we need to tighten up our belts a little bit because our expenses are getting out of control. If you don't know your monthly P&L, you are going to uh, get yourself in some uh, situations where you are not, you don't know everything. And so do invest money in accounting. I, uh, you know, get a professional, uh, figure out all the fees and get everything to line up. We one thing that uh, a one bedrock principle of our accounting that we used is to make sure that things line up with the amount of money that Amazon is dispersing to our bank. That is kind of like a, 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 a truth, you know, you're like, Hey, we got, you know, a f- you know, $300,000, uh, into our bank account, $320,000. Like, like if your finances don't build up to that number, then it's, uh, probably a little bit of fuzzy financing, <laughs> There's definitely some fuzzy accounting that you can do that makes you, that can spin whether you, you know, you made money or or lost money. But one thing you cannot lie about is how much money Amazon is giving you. So kind of use that as a bedrock. It's really helped us. Um, Number four, compliance is a part of the game. When I talk in compliance, I'm talking about, you know, uh, seller enforcement and like the policies. Uh, Just know what you're signing up for. I kind of, this, this does go hand in hand with like that. Don't believe in that passive income because we are actively every single day. We have a, we have a few full-time resources that we use to make sure that our shipping is compliant and our listings are that they're uh, not, we're not listing on restricted products or that uh, if there's a copyright infringement that we are actively fighting it. So while this is not a fun part of selling on Amazon, just know that it's a part of the game. Number five, no one out there knows a secret that you can't figure out yourself on the front lines. This is probably an anti-guru uh, uh, lesson or message. Take myself for example. I, am, I do feel like I have uh, some unique insights and I try to speak only to um, what I think is a value add. I'm not trying to like sell a course or anything for that matter. Um, and it's kind of like I have to live off of my knowledge and like what I say, but nothing that I'm telling you, you couldn't figure out on your own. Once you hear it, like it sounds kind of common sense. I've just been around a few blocks. You know, we have sold close to 50 million products and 200, uh, uh, let's see, about 400 million in sales. I, that comes out to about $8 per product. It's actually closer to 500 million in sales then. Um, so yes, I've been to a ton of conferences and I, I do think they're extremely valuable and I've, uh, listened 
to a lot of other people out there. But my most interesting insights I taught myself, I think um, being a self-starter uh, and and chasing this uh, type of business by yourself is the most valuable thing. Yeah, and on top of that, I have about one person a week um, because I'm a software developer, pitch me a business idea and ask me how feasible it is. It's not for me to really figure out, you know, if a business is viable. Like I think someone should uh, do the due diligence and work hard and figure out that out themselves. I really respect people that kind of uh, build first and then, you know, and they can show it and then start jamming ideas. Um, you have to figure out what your hurdles are. Don't uh, rely too much on others. Lesson number six, don't get 80,000 ASINs. I can't tell you how little I feel I can do at times. It is, uh, you know, if I want to make a, an adjustment, it's just not very easy when you are dealing with 80,000 different products that have, uh, each one of them has their own uh, spots for improvement. And I, yeah, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't feel empowering to be in that spot. So don't go as wide as uh, my Amazon business has done. That's just a, a lesson to myself, you know, seven years ago. Um, and if I were to like do things over, I would probably, if I had to design my, my, uh, some dream jobs, I would, I really love the psychology aspect of Amazon marketing. I didn't respect it enough. You know, I wanted to crunch things into numbers and data, but I have more recently been, uh, fascinated by, um, like what images can do for a product because I know myself as a shopper, how much I rely on what an image can show. And so I think it'd be a lot of fun to design, you know, images one through six of a product page. Here's what we want to show in. And, um, and for example, I think buy boxer, I'm really kind of pushing us to hire a photographer because, uh, like a really good one. And, uh, because I think the um, by improving pages, we get we get caught up in logistics of this business, you know, the shipping and the price point and all that. But we don't jump into the mind of the customers often enough who are making the choices. And I think images are a great way to tap into that psychology. I could probably name off seven more, and maybe I'll we'll follow up this episode with a another similar one. And, uh, but do me a favor and, uh, send this podcast to someone that you know, that might be interested. If there are other Amazon sellers out there, just, uh, that would be a huge, uh, favor to me. And, uh, so we can grow, uh, this audience and, uh, can get a lot of good questions out there. So, uh, our content can get a lot better. Um, and I also am very happy to announce that, that another company that uh, we spun off, I uh, don't interact with its day-to-day -day as much anymore. I did build it for our own business, uh, Valence. It's an Amazon auditing service um, in, to recuperate reimbursements. Well, what's 
great is they're sponsoring the show. And so now I can actually offer you guys a better rate. If you go to valenceservices.com slash smartest seller, you will get a better service rate. I'm really happy where, where that business is going, but more than anything that it, uh, is a very thorough service. I'm happy like how much money it's getting back for people. I, I get people that reach out and, you know, they look, you know, I challenge you if you're, if you're using that or another service like that, look into what it's doing, how many, uh, how much is, uh, reimbursing. If there's any, uh, uh, you see any problems, you could always reach out to me. I'm, uh, one person away from the, the developers on that. And, so happy that they're uh, sponsoring the show and thank you for listening. I hope you uh, stick around to the next one. I got a f- few great ideas queued up. That's all I've got for you. So hopefully you're, you can take some of the secrets uh, that I have learned over the years and you can apply them and, and, uh, and uh, you know, learn those hard lessons. But I do think there's probably more value in you learning those lessons for yourself. Like it's things that I've experienced won't uh, be always applicable to you. So just get in the front lines, get your hands dirty. And, you know, every, every so often look up and see like, oh, I figure out, you know, you can't do this or that. Well, all right, that's it. Uh, I hope you have a good, good day. And smartest Amazon seller signing out. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.